I've got three dirt late model drivers for you today who have holes to dig out of, including two past champions, plus an update on Roth and James McFadden's future and more. Let's go. It's Tuesday, May 9th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. With us finally getting at least a few more Dirt Lay Model races in here recently, I wanted to look at a few guys who are off to less than stellar starts this season. I've mentioned them kind of here and there in between talking about other stuff. Two of these guys were champions a season ago, and the third is a guy you would expect to be competing on a nightly basis. They are Dennis Herb Jr., Tim McCready, and Devin Moram. And we'll start first with Herb. He was the Outlaw title winner in 2022 and really was able to take advantage of the series being down a bit on cars. We sort of had nine drivers as full-timers by the time World Finals rolled around, but only five made all 43 races. Josh Richards sat out with injuries and has since retired. Boom Briggs missed a few nights, as did Gordy Gundaker. And Shane Clanton was technically full-time, but he only raced 33 shows after taking over the owner point spot of team, uh, teammate Tyler Bruning. So Clanton, not really in the mix. That left us Herb, Tanner English, Max Blair, Ryan Gustin, and Brent Larson as the few to really fight it out for the title. Herb picked up all four of his wins before June was over, and his consistency over the second half brought home the trophy. It was opportunistic for sure, but he still had to put in the performances. This season, though, with a much tougher group showing up every night under a reworked set of benefits from new series director Steve Francis, Herb has struggled and pretty mightily. His only top five and top 10 finish of the season was this past Thursday night at Mississippi Thunder. He finished fourth behind Kay Dillard, but that was in a split field prelim feature. His four Volusia runs were all 11th or worse. Talladega wasn't great, and at 4.11, he was outside the top 20. His average feature finish has dropped seven spots this season, down to 13.6, and he's already triple digits behind points leader Chris Madden with just six races complete. The Outlaws don't race again for another 10 days, but Herb is expected to compete during this week's uh, Illinois Speed Week. He desperately needs to find some speed and start turning around his year quickly. Uh, your other touring late model champion from a year ago in Tim McCready with Lucas hasn't had as tough of a start as Herb has, but he already finds himself fifth in the Lucas standings. He's 265 points back of red hot Hudson O'Neill. There have been uh, some bright spots for McCready, including a t uh, top five finishes at Golden Isles, Alltech, East Bay, and most recently on Saturday night at Florence. But his average uh, feature finish is almost four positions worse than a year ago. He's still winless. He hasn't even led any laps, uh, and he's off his top five and top ten pace from a year ago. As long as he can hang around that top four, though, uh, his title chances will still be in play all season. And right now, he's only 35 points uh, out of that fourth spot. Remember, that is the final chase spot for this new Lucas chase for the championship when they go to the Dirt Track World Championship at Eldora. Uh, I have way more faith in McCready turning this thing around at this point than I would in Herb climbing back in it, though, with the Outlaws. And in a similar vein to McCready, uh, Devin Moran hasn't been bad this season. He's got 10 top 10s and 14 starts. He just hasn't made the noise we've seen from him in the past. I thought joining a double down team that was a serious contender with Hudson O'Neill in the past would just keep rolling with Moran. I know they had some changes, the chassis stuff, uh, but they just haven't really had the speed yet. His best finish is fourth. Uh, he's done that three times this year. He did lead some laps at Bubba in January. But other than that, he just hasn't been in contention for victories. And this past week uh, at Atomic, a track in which he'd led laps in both previous appearances with Lucas and finished on the podium, he was 22nd. 
Moran did rebound Friday and Saturday with top 10s, but he's even further back than McCready is in the standings. He trails the Rocket 1 by 345 points. Uh, if he were able to find his way to the top four come the Dirt Track World Championship at Eldora to end the Lucas season, his past history at Eldora doesn't exactly make you super confident in his title chances. I think like the other two we've talked about here, that 99 team has some work to do in the coming weeks. With four races on the schedule this week in Illinois, we'll have plenty more Dirt Lay Model stuff to talk about as the week continues. I mentioned on the show yesterday that Roth Motorsports had lost its appeal to the penalties they were given following that failed tire test from Peavley a few weeks ago. That announcement, I think, came out on Friday from the Outlaws. The team began serving their suspensions at Eldora, so they've got their first two out of the way. And as of right now, that means they still have two more races to sit out. And, you know, as long as everything goes fine, that would include Wednesday at Lincoln and Friday at Williams Grove. So they would be eligible to return Saturday at Williams Grove. There are rumors floating around, though, that the team will head west this weekend and compete Friday and Saturday with the NARC series at Hanford in California. I heard that from one source yesterday, and Jeremy Elliott mentioned it on his website today. The Saturday show for the Peter Murphy Classic pays $11,000 to win, so some decent money on the line out there. If that does indeed happen, I feel like that would be a pretty clear indicator that this team will go pick and choose for the remainder of the season. The points lost initially for the penalty, along with the four races lost, took this team way out of World of Outlaws championship contention, and this kind of felt inevitable. The end of the uh, Outlaws season bonus money would kind of be negligible at this point, and the team can now focus on you know the high-paying shows both out west and I think around the country. I'd assume we'll see them at a lot more high-limit shows, uh, and I think shows like the Dirt Cup at Skagit will probably be uh, on the list as well with all the money available. I did reach out uh, for confirmation, did not hear anything back, so we'll see exactly what plays out here later in the week, but that's what we're hearing right now. Uh, We haven't seen them in a month, but the Short Track Super Series Modifieds are back racing tonight. The North Region takes on Accord Speedway for 6,000 a win and 500 to start. Matt Shepard is the most recent winner with the series that was back at Orange County on April 8th. That was an elite series show, I think paid 12,000 a win. There's only been one other completed event between the North, South, and Elite Series, and that was at Sealands Grove on March 18th. They've had a bunch of rainouts, plus that weird situation at Bridgeport where the series withdrew the sanction over some crazy stuff that happened completely away from the track. Over the offseason, the track at Accord was altered, including a wider backstretch. They've got less banking. The corners are a little bit tighter. It'll certainly be a question mark for teams as they try and get setups right for tonight. Matt Shepard will be in attendance, along with other names like Danny Buck, Anthony Perego, Billy Pouch Jr., David Schilling, Andy Bacchetti, Matt Williamson, and a lot more. Perego leads all drivers in past series wins at Accord with three, but again, I think this newly configured track should change things a bit. Also on the card are the 602 Sportsman and Four Cylinders. Racing is set for 715 Eastern, and you can watch it live on Flow Racing if you aren't nearby. If you need a Flow Racing subscription for the year, you can click the links below uh, in the video description or over at DirtTracker.com. That'll help me out uh, at no extra cost to you, and it'll get you all that racing over on Flow. Uh, Speaking of the streaming schedule, four shows on it for today. Dirt Vision has weekly action from Beaver Dam and Dirt Vision. Now, Beaver Dam is a new addition to the weekly tracks uh, at Dirt Vision for this season. So, uh, you know, check out some stuff over there. Looks like it's some IMCA racing, some of their local divisions. Uh, They've also got Dirt Vision now. Flow Racing has the aforementioned Short Track Super Series and Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.